0: When is this release? Uh, this will be out next week, probably. This is going to be much shorter than my average episode, so I imagine the editing yeah. is going to happen pretty quickly. X-Men,
1: X-Men. In the 21st century, people mutants led by Magneto aim to destroy the world. Only hope is... X-Men.
0: Welcome to Cerebro, the X-Men podcast, where a homo and his friends dig deep into the history of homo superior. I'm your host, Connor Goldsmith, and with me today is Ryan Panagos, Vice President and Creative Executive at Marvel, who is here for something a little different. We are going to be talking about the new app, Marvel Move. It's a fitness app co-created by Marvel and Six to Start, the creators of Zombies Run, which is probably the most Popular fitness app out there. I am excited. Thanks to Marvel. Shout out to Haley in Comms for sending me a code to try out the app. I have been needing to get back in the gym, so this is a great motivator. Ryan, how are you today? I am good. Uh, thank you for this, Connor. I'm excited to see your
2: face and to talk yeah. X Men, to talk Marvel Move. It's all good stuff.
0: I haven't seen you since the Hellfire Gala in real life in San I know. Diego. Like
2: I was just talking about, um, we have we have Jerry Duggan on this week in Marvel.
0: Right, you're also the host of the This Week in Marvel podcast and formerly the host of the Pull List podcast, which I guess appeared yeah. on one. Sorry, I was like, I knew I was going to do something on the internet. You have so many hats, Ryan. There's only I know. So much
2: I, I, can I wasn't do. even, I wasn't, I wasn't <laughs> even thinking about it like that. I was just thinking, uh, why was I talking about Jerry? Right. I was talking about Jerry because I was, we were talking about um, his photography and and talking about
0: being at the Hellfire Gala and man,
2: that was such a fun night.
0: It was amazing. It was amazing. So good. I hope they'll do it again, even though, you know, obviously um, the situation has changed in the comics. (laughs) (laughs) To say the least. Well, I had already pre-recorded you know i signed the nda and everything and then jerry and i yeah. did the page by page read through of that mm-hmm. issue so we had already recorded that and then teeny and i rolled up to the gala and i was like this is weird she's like right like because we and then we, we walked up and, to jerry and we were like this is weird he was like yeah it's weird on so many levels but one of which is like no one's read the gala i've written that is not as fun a time as this night <laughs> no. is no
2: I walked in with Jerry and like I walked behind him and I started taking video of him just like looking up and being like, they did it.
0: And it was just so sweet. A thing that these people created, it was real. Yeah. It was very, very cool. And uh, yeah. it was it was really special. I was happy to be there. I'll see you at New York Comic Con next month. Uh-huh. I'm sure I'm not yeah, panelling yeah, sure. or anything, but I'll be around.
2: Oh, my gosh. That's the best way to do a convention sometimes, though, is just to like enjoy.
0: I paneled at San Diego, though, which was exciting because I got one of those little San Diego Comic-Con placards with my name on it, which like now I get to have, you know, things like that. Mm -hmm. are always chic in like, oh, I never thought that would be me kind of way, you know. Oh, come on. You've earned it. Well, thank you. I mean, I just, you know, I'm a behind the scenes guy, though, historically. So I I first heard about this Marvel Move project because my friend Teenie Howard wrote the X-Men scenarios for it. You know, she couldn't tell me too much about it because it's like NDAs and whatnot, but it sounded fun. And I know she had fun writing a lot of characters that she didn't get to play with when she was writing Excalibur and Knights and Captain Britain. So I'm excited to hear all of this stuff. And uh, I was like, well, damn, I guess I got to get in the gym because otherwise (laughs) I won't be able to say that I've read all your Marvel work. Right.
2: Ooh, I like that.
0: You know, so I got to do it. I also do need to get back in the gym because I've been very lazy the last year or so. You worked a ton on this app, is my understanding. So why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about it?
2: Yeah, you mentioned Zombies Run. I got hooked on it like 10 years ago doing Zombies Run. And that was how I started running and did my first 5K. I did their 5K training and then moved up to 10Ks. And I've done like a half dozen half marathons now because of of the way that their apps worked. And, And like it was so good and so engaging. You're like in this story, in this world. And back then, I was like, we need to do this for Marvel. And other people were like, that sounds cool. And they were like, yeah. And so we had some early discussions, but nothing came of it uh, as as it is with giant companies, right? And then a couple years ago, bing, bang, boom, we had signed uh, an agreement with them to do the thing that I wanted us to do. And I was fortunate enough to be tapped to work on it and be the the main creative lead for it on the marvel side Uh, and that basically means helping to craft every story figuring out every um artist that we we hire to to do the, the the pieces of art in there and i'll talk about those in a minute Hiring all the writers, coming up with the characters, making sure it fits like Marvel, making sure it's like fun and and engaging and and really lives up to our storytelling. So um, I've been working on it for like two years now and there's no end in sight. Uh, We've got a lot going on. And, you know, I I asked Teenie because I was trying to remember like how how she got to be a part of it. And the, she was like, you emailed me. And I was like, yeah, you cool. emailed
0: her. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, great. I've, look, teeny. I've been doing a lot of stuff. It's a lot. I yeah, no,
0: you've got, you're, you're juggling a lot of people on this project, for sure.
2: We have like... Eight, nine stories in one form or fashion right now. Um, there's like four going on currently in the app and and more that we're working on upcoming. So uh, I was just glad that I had the foresight to bring in Teenie, whom I adore and love her work. And I was like, we could do an X-Men thing. And she was a Marvel. She was a Zombies Run runner. As well as I was, she's used that app as well. Yeah, yeah. And so it was—it was just like it was perfect kismet, and and letting her do stuff that, like, was kind of Krakowin, but didn't have to fit into the the continuity. Because what we're doing here is in Marvel Move is telling Marvel stories inspired by the comics, but not connected to continuity. It's its own so hard world. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I, I I tend to think of them as their own universes. Like, our, we have a Daredevil story, and that'll that may have some like connective tissue to something else maybe we have the same actor playing a, a recurring role but we don't have to reflect oh we did this thing in this this storyline no it's just like each thing can live on its own, because if you're an X-Men fan, maybe you don't want to listen to a Daredevil story. But
0: You I- might not want to play the Daredevil Marvel run. So, exactly. you know, like Marvel Move, rather. Zombies run, Marvel yeah. Move. Marvel Move. I like that it's, it's very Peter Parker, right? It's like you need the alliteration of the MM.
2: Yeah, I, I was like walking down the street, and we were we were brainstorming ideas, and I was like just typing things. And like, Marvel Move, Marvel Moving, Marvel Move, Marvel Move. Ooh, Marvel Move. And that's where we landed, thankfully. Um, so it's good. And so, yeah, with our X Men story is called X Men Age of Orcus. Yes. Which I was like, I I, I was slacking Jordan D. White, X Men editor. Uh, I was like, are you cool with us taking this title? Because it feels like a really good a title. A title you could use, right? Yeah. <laughs> 100%. And he was like, yeah, go for it. I was like, got it. It's ours. Uh, so it's a- X Men Age of Orcus. And the idea for all of our Marvel move stories is you as the listener. Are the like the main character? You're the protagonist in all the stories. Kind of silent because by nature we we can't we can't bring your voice into it.
0: It's like an RPG, right? Like you're yeah. you're playing, you know, World of Warcraft or Final Fantasy or 14 or whatever. Mm-hmm. The other characters talk to you like you're in the story, but yeah. you can't talk back because it's right app that's written so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah written and and
2: acted and so you're you're cast in a role um you're cast in a in a, in a situation and for x-men you are going to central park at the beginning of a uh, like a mutant cultural day uh, a little thing where the x-men are putting on basically a carnival uh Teeny wrote, uh, I think it was a Magnetotron or something like that yes. in there. <laughs> like this
0: idea of this, this
2: like. Like these, the mutant uh,
0: falderall with like themed yeah, events and it's stuff. It's so yeah.
2: fun. Yeah. And you go in, and, and Gambit is serving, like, he's doing his little bit of Cohen service to to serve uh, refreshments, and Jean Grey is on stage, you, there's just been a Dazzler performance, and you're having this experience, and then Sentinels come, and, you know, stomp, 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 and you have to start running away from them.
0: Because, surprise, you're a mutant, it turns out, and right. you didn't know, but the Sentinels are after you, so now... You got to get to Krakoa. Yeah. It was funny to be like, come to the safety of Krakoa in the comics moment that we're having now. But that I is know. one of those things about development, right? Is like these things take for, I mean, hopefully, hopefully once fall of X dust settles, there will hopefully still be <laughs> some safety of Krakoa for the mutants to get to. But who knows? We don't know. Who we don't know anymore.
2: Knows? But, like, I'm going to keep my Krakoa going for our Marvel Move stories. I hope
0: so. And listen, Mm -hmm. the fan response to the Krakoan setting has been so overwhelming that I think, regardless of what happens in the comics, it's a really rich setting for storytelling, particularly for ancillary storytelling like this. I feel like you could do a Tales of Krakoa anthology book set in that period forever, you know? Oh, my God the video games, the mobile games, all of that stuff, Krakoa is just a really natural setting for particularly this kind of role-playing mentality where you like, Mm -hmm. if you want to be part of the gang, like, well, there's an island where they're all hanging out and they can talk to you at the bar. Like, that's pretty perfect, you know? Yeah.
2: Yeah. That was part of it too. It's like we, Krakoa is so fresh and the way, you know, you mentioned development, the way things take time to to come to fruition we had the opportunity to give a a a landscape a soundscape to krakoa so like the second episode and there's a big mystery of like what your mutant powers are and, and and everything like that and how you fit into everything but the second episode is you taking a tour of the island with Wolverine. That sounded so cool to me. And that idea of like, all right, you're going with Wolverine. You stop by the Green Lagoon. And Teenie writes this great line about Wolverine's like sniffing the drink. Mm, what's this? And, and we have we have Fred Dukes there. And he's like, it's water. Logan, you have to go running. You're walk, You're walking around the jungle. And it's like really fun stuff. We made like little kids who, uh, little kid mutants who are hanging out with Jubilee, uh, learning to be mutants and, and, and their powers and stuff. And they call him like Uncle Logan. And she's like ribbing him because he's, uh, she's like, Did he, has he called you kiddo yet? Has he taken you under his wing? You know, like we're playing into the tropes and we're having a lot of fun. And then, you know, you see Forge. And later on in the series, you go to Emma and um, and start to, like, hear some stuff from her. Um, you get to build your own costume. We have, you know, like, these things. And I, I said, I, I wrote in one of the scripts to Tina. I was like, ooh, can we have pouches in there? And she's like, no, because you want the idea for whoever's listening to envision their costume their way. And I was like, damn it. You're right. (laughs) I would have a ton of pouches. Of course you would go full
0: nineties Liefeld 500 pouches.
2: Yes. A hundred percent. Yeah. We have a jumbo carnation is going to be in that episode. Uh, Of course. Of course. Um, We haven't gotten to the, the episodes for review, but just listening to the actor perform jumbo, I was like, they're perfect. They're so
0: good. That's great.
2: You know, the age of stories usually have big twists and turns and things going on. So Teeny really leaned into that and came up with some amazing stuff to do uh, within those parameters. So like, we take you far and wide into into x-men stuff it's it's a lot well
0: fun. it's fun to be untethered from the need to fit into the continuity yeah. of the comics everybody else right i mean particularly with the krakoa x-men office that was so collaborative and everybody's story had to feed into everybody else's story and that created some of the best x-men comics ever in my opinion but I I'm excited to see what she does when she's completely given free reign. To, I mean, within the limitations of like, here's what we want to do with this app and with this story. But the idea of like, well, you can blow shit up because like nobody else's book is relying on these characters. So like, go for it, go all in. Yeah,
2: yeah, a hundred percent. uh it, It's fun. We get we have a lot of a lot of villains, a lot of uh heroes. We get some Iceman, and the we go to the Savage Land with Beast. And and so part of the other thing was. Teenie leaned into mixing Krakow and stuff with X Men: The Animated Series right.
0: vibes. Well, that's tough with Beast. <laughs> right, we
2: did not go He's into the trickiest Beast. one. Yeah, so she just went full like, oh, let's let's just give Beast the voice that he had back in the '90s animated series, like that
0: tone and that vociferousness the more familiar one for the kind of people who are likely to be using the app
2: 100% and it's a lot of fun I think the episode as we record the episode that we just released uh you're in the savage land hanging out with beast and like I always picture him swinging and hanging upside down and like talking to you and like Mm -hmm. saying all these big words and being being wonderful
0: Here's actually a clip provided by Marvel of the first interaction that your character has with Beast and a couple other characters with a hint of some intrigue to come. X-Men! X-Men!
1: Gene, your previous assertion was quite astute. In fact, something has been disturbing the wildlife here of late. Take this, for example. What is this? It looks like some sort of transmitter device. I found this embedded in the trunk of a particularly tall tree. It appears to be some sort of beacon meant to communicate with orbital satellites. Worry not. I disabled its signal when I detached it from the tree. May I see that, Scott? Just as I thought. Another wonderful invention brought to you by Trask Industries. Shall I infer that you four are here investigating said corporation's interests? You're inferring correct, Bob. Well, then I suppose it is fortuitous that I managed to clone the device's transmission signal and can use it to detect any other similar such devices nearby. As a matter of fact, you caught me on my way to investigate another. I will bet my whiskers that whatever the source of these strange devices may be, it is also the cause of our defunct gateway. That might be ideal. Gene, Wolverine, and I can get eyes on the flower fields. Recruit? If there's any danger down there, I want you to stay far away. No offense. Splendid. Well then, recruit. you stick to the undergrowth whilst I swing through the canopy. When you're ready and limber,
2: follow me. X-Men, X-Men. I want to just shout out the amazing team at Six to Start because Teenie's writing and she's incredible, but we have Ella who is the, the director and she's done all the casting. She's like this massive x-men nerd and she's so excited she's so happy and she brings out these great performances and then you have the incredible sound design like they're making you feel like you're in a jungle and you've got these giant dinosaurs around you or or all kinds of stuff and yeah it's really fun it's uh, like i genuinely enjoy it which makes work really, really great.
0: It's always the best thing, right? I mean, I it's it's such a cliche, like do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. And it's not true because you. St- <laughs> there are days when you find that you don't love it that much, but uh, sure. it's better to mostly love it than, you know. I, I've done many things in my career and the fact that one of the things I now do is talk into a microphone about X-Men for hours on end. <laughs> is pretty crazy. So, I can only imagine that working on something like this is a, is a great deal of fun. Yeah. There are also two other scenarios already available for people who mm. are broader Marvel fans. Apart from X-Men Age of Orcus by Tini Howard, you can play Thor and Loki: Trials of the 10 Realms by Alex Axe and The Hulk: Hulkville by Matt Vieteska. I hope I didn't butcher that. It looks like it's Polish and <laughs> you never know what those, the Sienkiewicz's of the world have to all write right. it out phonetically for us, you know, because uh, <laughs> our dumb English-speaking brains can't really comprehend how all those vowels work. But those are exciting options. And then there's a Daredevil story by Bilal Dardai coming up later this year, and a Doctor Strange and Scarlet Witch story by Kim Richards. So you're really covering a lot of different Marvel franchises in a way that's exciting because not everybody reads everything. Yeah. It's fun to give people options.
2: A hundred percent. And like we had um, Torin Clark who does a whole bunch of uh, cover art for Marvel. Uh, he did our big promo piece that we, we he's great sort of by the way. Great. I artist. love Torrin.
0: So good. those, variant covers with the Iraqi for X-Men Red that he did Mm -hmm. that whole series is just incredible
2: he's so good and he's so sweet and so so amazing uh and so Torin has did our initial promo piece and then I was like well we're gonna keep adding new characters and stories can we just get Torrin to keep making more so like in that initial (laughs) piece we have Storm and we have Cyclops we have Jean which is wonderful um but we also put Rocket and Groot in there and I made sure we put uh, the marvels as they were, you know, we sure. Monica and Carol and Kamala. Um, and so we have some cool stuff coming up with those. I mean, I, I think, you know, now it, we're not really reflecting Kamala being a mutant in our story because... Well, the, not yet,
0: because it hadn't... I mean, that this has been in development for a while, and that yeah. was a whole complicated thing, I'm sure. Yeah.
2: Yeah, there was a lot going on, but I think... It just made more sense for us to have a more condensed story, but we're working on something with them, and it's it's so much fun. And especially
0: coming around New York Comic-Con time, mm-hmm. uh, we have a story. When
2: is this release?
0: Uh, this will be out next week, probably. This is going to be much shorter than my average episode, so I imagine the editing yeah. is going to happen pretty quickly.
2: By the time this comes out, we may have already announced our full Marvel story, but it's, it's great. It involves flerken it involves conventions it involves um a cree woman and a scroll woman and they're getting married and us like Love that trying to drama. St- save. The- oh my gosh there's some wild drama in there and it's it's <laughs> a freaking blast so we're working on that stuff
0: i'm a huge monica rambeau fan <gasps> yeah. she's my favorite avenger like hands down since i was a kid and reading the back issues the roger stern stuff <laughs> I'm really excited to see the Marvels. I haven't been to the movies in a while. I feel like I'm part of the problem because everybody's like, movie theaters are in crisis. I'm like, I've been busy. But uh, <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm definitely going to go for that because my friend Zeb co-wrote that movie, mm. which is Zeb Wells, who yeah. you know, obviously, but the listeners might not know that. I'm just, I'm excited. I'm a big Iman Volani fan also.
2: I don't know that I'm legally allowed to say anything about it yet.
0: Well right cuz there's a strike. So we'll we'll uh yeah, I'm not promoting. Yeah. I wasn't that wasn't a promotion. It was just me saying <laughs> I'm going I'm going to go. 100%. I hope everyone enjoys the movie I hope everyone that enjoys whatever products they choose to go see. <laughs> we are not encouraging you to go see any stock products works is We're I mean also I'm I'm not inside yeah i'm just trying to be Me respectful neither. yeah although sag after if you're listening i'd uh be happy <laughs> to get my card i do a lot of voice acting on this show you never know we'll see we'll see yeah. but i've done
2: one um one marvel cinematic universe appearance in marvel studios Ms. marvel but i was not sag and i'm not sag so i can say that i was in it and i
0: there you go right but guy. like obviously we support Yes. our friends in SAG-AFTRA and our friends yeah. in WGA. So we're just 100%. we're not trying to we're not trying to futz around there. Back to the yeah, totally non-struck that. app that you're allowed because video games and all that is is totally fine to talk about. Actually, it was funny at San Diego. I was at the Mortal Kombat panel and Kelly Hu and Yuri Lowenthal were on the panel and they just opened with, by the way, we're on strike. This is a voice role in a video game. We're allowed to be here. We love all the striking. And there was a big cheer in the crowd, which was nice because it felt very different from 08 in terms of uh, support for for artists in yeah. in the, this this stuff. But anyway, back on topic. What else do you want to tell people at home about this app and why they should pick it up? Yeah, it's it's super
2: cool I think it's a lot of fun um, it, it will help you get moving you can do it while you're running you could do it jogging you can do it walking you could do it on a treadmill you can do it on a stationary bike you can truly if you're in a wheelchair you could do it in a wheelchair it's it like the idea is that it it's not we're not trying to like make you race although we do have races and they're super fun um, but you, we want you to just move and hear cool stories and have a lot of fun uh, and get sort of brought into these worlds. And I think I think everybody will. Um, there's one special feature that I absolutely love about many of our stories. It's called radio mode. And radio mode, sort of, if you finish an episode of, uh, say, you'll finish an episode of X Men, but you're still moving, you're still running, you're still walking, whatever it is. If you have radio mode enabled. It'll go into this section, and I'm not sure who had this amazing idea, but the idea is that there's a radio station on Krakoa, and the DJs are Jubilee and Nightcrawler, and you get to listen to some of their some of their radio hosting antics, and it's so silly and so wild. But I had the best time. I I like. How do we spin this out into its own thing? Because I want more of it.
0: Well, for the listeners, here is the other clip that Marvel has sent along. It is the intro to Jubilee and Nightcrawler in radio mode. X-Men! X-Men!
2: And now... Wait, hold on. I think it should be deeper.
1: I can make the announcement.
0: No, no, I got it. <clears throat> And now, broadcasting live from the armory right here on Krakoa, it's Jubes and Fuzzfuzz in the morning! Oh, my God. Or the evening, or whenever. We've got some drinks. That tea smells Jubilee. amazing, by the way. We've got a microphone, and Jubilee, we are ready I to get insist. new arrivals. And honestly, everyone, all the tips and tricks you can handle
2: name. about life here on the Jubilee. island of Krakoa. Jubilation Lee! Yes, Nightcrawler?
1: We cannot be Jubes and the fuzz Ah,
2: uh, okay, fine.
0: How about... Drupals and the Bip. The Bip? Yeah, like the sound when you teleport. You know,
1: Bip. It is not a Bip. It is a BAMF. You know sis Jubilee. It's quite distinct.
0: I don't know. I think I just gotta hear it again real quick. All right, Team Krakoa, listen close. Kurt, go. Do your thing, go. X-Men, X-Men. Shout out to Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. And now, Miss Candy Southern. And me, your host, with a message from our sponsors. Long time no see, beautiful boys and groovy gals. The summer's just beginning, and I for one... Oh my, that one was a whopper. What's the matter, Candy? Sorry, Connor Old Sport, my allergies are just the pits this year. I'm afraid any ad for me is going to sound like it was recorded underwater. Have you tried Astapro over-the-counter nasal spray? It's the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray, and starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Astopro is a first-of-its-kind nasal allergy spray, delivering full prescription-strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny itchy nose, and sneezing. I've had terrible allergies this year, which is a bummer when you record a podcast for a living, but Astopro has kept me sounding crystal clear. It's got your back and your nose, and thank heavens for that. If you've got allergies like me and Candy, get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to AsteproAllergy.com for a discount, so you can Astapro and go today. A S T E P R O Allergy.com. X Men. X Men. I have a long, complicated history with with fitness and and weight and my health and all kinds of stuff, you know. And I have always struggled to get into exercise it's been it's been tough for me so when i tried this out i did do sort of a leisurely walk at first to like see what i thought and it it, you know i was sort of like sorry gene i'll get there eventually i'm not really in the mood (laughs) to run at the moment but i like that it provides a lot of different ways to engage in the content because you don't want to tell people they have to be running a 5k the minute they start, or people are just simply like me who are not, the idea of a 5k is terrifying are not necessarily going to pick it up. You know, I think it's nice to get people moving in whatever way. I think it's always good to, be exercising it doesn't have to be about anything but moving around and getting your serotonin going and just having a good start to your day. Uh I'm going on a lot more walks cuz I live in LA now so it's nice every day. So yeah. It's like well I might as well, right? Like it feels yeah. stupid not to go outside. So I'm excited to to get deeper into this. I've only I've only been able to dabble a little bit so far.
2: Well, uh, you say the 5K is, is is frightening. We have a Thor and Loki 5K training series. I know it's not
0: X Men, but I'm open to other. I'm not great. exclusively X Men. This show is, but I I do read yeah. other things.
2: The Thor and Loki performers are so good and so much fun. The our Thor is this um is Norwegian guy, and so he doesn't sound like our other typical Thors. He sounds
0: like like Thor should sound.
2: He sounds like like a, like, <laughs> like, like a I, I was like, let's do something different, and he's so good and like. He almost cried when we told him he got the part because he's like, I can tell my mom and dad I'm Thor and yeah. like, I'm not going to but like the way he, he was like, this is, this means so much to him culturally. And that was like, so cool. And our Loki is just spectacular. Reese is so good. And it's, it's a lot of fun, but the 5k training It has a lot of walking a lot of like getting you to the point where you can anyone can do a 5k it's a long process it's how their program is how i first started running and i really stand by it and we just add like the best story to it because you're going around the 10 realms and it starts with runa and and like you know big monsters and what's the mystery and you go to all these different places and it's it's a blast
0: you meet carnella the norn queen because i love her hat
2: uh, we don't have Carnilla. We do have Hella in it. We have uh,
0: Leah in also it. Also, great hats. I just, you know, S- spectacular hats. All those Kirby hats are fantastic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Of all the Kirby hats in Thor, apart from Hella, which that's a truly incredible Kirby hat. Yeah carnilla the norn queen i just saw she looks like that weighs like 500 pounds and she's just walking around with it but i guess all the asgardians are kind of super strong right yeah so you know well i although is she even an asgardian i'm not really that this is not a thor podcast i'm not super up on my thor lore she might be something else there's like all those different realms i'd have to look it up Point is, yeah, she's
2: she's she's a Norn. I think that's a whole other different. That
0: would last. track, given that she is their queen. So you I would think, hope. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I do as much as I can. I always. Right, you know, I, know. You I was I was a classics major. We didn't do Norse, uh, so <laughs> I I just am not. I I, I read the prose a many years ago. Yeah. I don't think Carnula's in it though. I think that's a Jack Kirby <laughs> original. <laughs> the exciting thing I think about this is building your own continuity how did you decide which franchises you wanted to focus on first how are you deciding which ones to add obviously certain things just make sense i mean the marvel's movie is coming out so you're going to want to have a carol and kamala and monica story or you know x-men is a pretty obvious one huge fan base for x-men but i'm just curious to hear what the thought process is generally you
2: know we we said we had a big creative meeting and teeny and a bunch of others and like Wanted them to pitch what what they thought was cool, what kind of stories they want to do. Blah had this great idea for a daredevil story. It was like, great, let's do daredevil, like the like street level, and, and get something there.
0: That's fun, especially if you're running around. Like I'm from New York, and I, I lived in the city for ten years. And when you're walking around in Hell's Kitchen, you really are there. So it would be yeah. fun to actually like be in an urban environment and listen to a daredevil story. That's a fun idea. Yeah. Yeah.
2: um, We may have a current X-Men writer doing a non-X-Men story that he pitched that was just like, oh, my gosh, this is the silliest, most ridiculous, amazing idea for a story. And it was like, all right, let's do it. We've got a pigeon. We're working on that. We want to do stuff for like we have 8000 characters at Marvel. We have a
0: lot of leeway to do things. It's a lot of different IP to play with.
2: Yeah. And so I I don't I don't think we're going to do necessarily like a Quicksilver story or like the runner or the
0: wizard or speed demon or something like that, because, well, I wouldn't want to compete with Quicksilver in a running app. Yeah, but he might be able to come by and give me like a good job. Keep going. You know, and I'm like, thanks. Yeah.
2: Yeah, exactly. We, we, we can we can do some stuff where he maybe shows up. Uh, maybe if we we do Scarlet Witch again in a different story. She's yeah, in, yeah. She's doing a team up with Doctor Strange in our story. Yeah, there's a lot of possibilities. It's really like we want to make sure. We have great ideas and that they make sense. You know, we have a a cool um, we have we have stuff that we're thinking about for Avengers and for Mm -hmm. um, other Marvel superhero teams. And and I would think Fantastic
0: Four is uh, is an obvious uh, place to go eventually. It makes sense, I think, to to let that cook a little bit because the Fantastic Four is sort of cooking right now in general. Right. Yeah. So yeah, no, I'm I'm excited to experience more of it. I only have tried out the X-Men one so far because I just got the code last week and I haven't done that much walking yet. Yeah. But <laughs> it's fun. I'm enjoying myself. I'm
2: glad. I, I I'm glad. I please. I hope you continue to do it. Um, I mentioned Torin, who did the art for the mm-hmm. the, the app, um, our big promo art. But we, you know, I've been able to bring in a bunch of artists who work on Marvel things to create art that you'll see as you use the app. So when you see our Daredevil story, the art in there is by Benjamin Sue, who worked at Pixar, uh, or works at Pixar, and he also does a bunch of variant covers for us at Marvel. So he's doing Daredevil art. Um, Emma Lupacino is doing oh. X Men art love her work right oh like i i like i had to like toned down her, her Emma Frost, it was like so sexy. I <laughs> she was draws like,
0: one of the sexiest Emmas around, yeah. My goodness. There's like a dream project in my brain that I would love to write one day. And when someone said, who would you want to draw that? And I was like, I mean, if I had a golden ticket, Emma Lupuccino, easy. If you yeah. want to do something with beautiful women in it and not feel like it's creepy that they're so sexy and beautiful, you ask Emma yeah. Lupecino because it's like, oh man, this is real good.
2: Yeah. And Dave McKeag is coloring her, and it's so awesome. good. Yeah. Um, uh, we've got uh, artist Duwali who's doing mm. a lot more variant covers for us. Duwali is doing art for one of our projects, and uh, I've you know I, I looked at some of my friends who did art for Mondo posters and a lot of that style of stuff, and I was like, "Hey, do you want to work on this thing for us?" And they were like, "Yes." And like finding ways to to bring in different styles of art and different cool things, and, and bringing in comic artists, and like it's just I don't know. I'm just getting getting to do cool stuff.
0: It feels like a really fun meeting of the minds and a way to take something you're passionate about, which is the fitness journey that you went on with an app just like this, and turn yeah. it into something that brings all the brilliant minds who contribute to Marvel together, and also people from outside. So it's I mean, I'm sure for some people, this is their first work on these characters.
2: Yeah, and they're huge fans. Like Matt, you mentioned Matt Witeska, who's doing Hulk. He's also the creative lead for to start on the whole project Mm. giant marvel fan adrian who's like the head of of their company big marvel fan you know you know like all the folks who i work with like i am blessed by their passion and their love and their knowledge so it is it's good
0: it sounds like a really fun thing to work on i know teeny had a ton of fun working on this (sighs) I'm so glad. It's nice to stretch your muscles and write a different kind of thing also, if you're used to writing in one format. It is very different in a lot of ways. Oh, yeah. Well, and also the idea that you're writing for a voice actor is very different from writing for a letterer, right? So uh, it's just interesting, different part of the brain. Yeah. Well, Ryan. Yes, Connor. I'm really glad that we got a chance to talk about this. Is there anything else you want to share with the people at home about this app? Before we move on to, you know, chatting about whatever you want to chat about.
2: uh, No, everybody go download. You get a seven day free trial of Marvel Move when you sign up. um, So you can see you could do a couple different runs. Find out if it's for you. Hopefully it is. And uh, yeah, if you if anybody wants to, like, you know, let me know how they're doing with it. Uh, I'm always at Agent M on, on Twitter and Instagram and um, wherever else. Blue Sky threads, that kind of stuff
0: god love you i uh i so i quit twitter cold turkey like a month ago and people are like are you on blue sky and threads i'm like i i i can't i can't do it again i i i am so hard i just feel like i've broken free from a crippling addiction (laughs) i'm like i can't dip my toes in the new water i can't i just can't do it but i i'm glad that other people are out there because uh it's it's you know important to let people know what's going on. Yeah. What else do you have in the pipeline that you'd like to plug? What's the, the Ryan Pinago's story outside of Marvel Move? Uh,
2: Marvel Move takes up a lot of time. Otherwise, I'm also hosting This Week in Marvel, which I mentioned, which is our weekly sort of catch-all uh, Marvel news podcast with interviews, the behind-the-scenes, and we're doing a lot more. Uh, Jasmine, our producer, is, is working hard to get more Love comics voice. Love Jasmine. Shout out yeah. Jasmine if
0: you're listening. She's great yeah and so jazz
2: is uh she brought in we have a little al ewing business in oh, in an episode my king we love al
0: i have such a crush on al al if you're listening Funny. i'm sorry to just say that but i do
2: i will say this i, I have to re-listen to it again he's bringing the thor core back mm, in a in modern thor but if al does not bring dargo Kator back into the pages do you know who dargo Kator is connor I'm you don't need to. Most be fully people do real, not. I don't. I was like, like
0: no. I, the deepest I go with, with Thor is like I can explain the different thunder strikes. Ooh, that's pretty deep, though. I, well, but it's only because I had the trading cards in the '90s, or like uh, yes. I know, I know about Beta Ray Bill, very uh-huh, like he's uh-huh. the horse guy. Uh, <laughs> you know, I've got, I've got, I've got a little, little bit of, little bit of Thor in the back pocket. Not much. I know that one of the many Lorelai's who confuse people and sometimes get drawn off model as the other Lorelai's uh-huh. by artist by mistake is a, a Thor character is, is Enchantress's sister <laughs> but I know that mostly because in X-Men comics sometimes they draw the wrong Lorelei and it's like gotcha. oh huh who's that huh? oh it's the Asgardian that's an easy mistake to make <laughs> It is. It is. You should look up Dargo Kator when you get a chance. He's so
2: fabulous. He was the 90s future Thor. Oh, no, I do. I
0: do remember that character now. Okay. Just
2: big spikes and wild thigh-high boots, and his cape is amazing, and he's got this mullet, and I've been fascinated with him since I was a kid. And he is a member of the the Thor Corps.
0: He had like, I remember it was like spiked shoulders and it was a very 90s, very 90s Uh, moment. I'm recalling. I I feel like he and Beta Ray Bill were on a cover together. Like, it's the 90s now. Get used to it. Like. (laughs) That is, that's like my dream. I love that. So See, much. the thing is, Al's um, not a big '90s guy, so know, you're gonna have to push him to. I'm gonna to, have to go to England and threaten to shave off his beard if he doesn't yeah, put in Darko Couture. Yeah, like you got it, because he—that's just not his. Uh, he's always like, oh, I didn't even know about this because it was just the '90s was not the era he was reading most closely. So, yeah. But I'm sure, I'm sure you can exert a little peer pressure and get Darko sure. there. Sure, yeah, I'll, yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll do my best. Uh, I like, I
2: use some peer pressure on jerry duggan recently i said jerry you need to bring back sugar man because i love sugar man
0: did you see the Sugarman cameo in uh oh what was it It was like six months ago yeah, last, yeah, yeah 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 yeah. it was
2: a little it was a little um thing and i was i think i said something to jordan white and jordan because i bug jordan about it all the time i'm a he- i'm a fan of just giant heads with arms i guess sure and arms and legs and jordan's like he's dead i was like What does that even mean, Jordan?
0: They did, right before Krakoa, kill or get rid of all the AOA characters because it's confusing. They did do that pretty Uh, definitively in like the span of two months. It was pretty conspicuous if you were reading. I'm not saying they shouldn't come back. I'm just saying they did just go to the trouble of getting rid of them. But then he popped up in uh, a little cameo, so you never know. My favorite thing that a listener of my podcast once suggested is what if jumbo carnation is the earth 616 sugar man like what if he became a tailor instead of a crazy mad scientist and like we're oh fine but he's also like a bald guy with four arms right yeah and so i i i like because we've never met the 616 sugar man no. there's a there's like a a character from the jeff loeb run on x-force who maybe is supposed to be the 616 sugar man but he's like a deviant which is that's mm. confusing we don't need to yes. cross those streams <laughs> Uh, Outside, outside of Judgment Day, which I loved, but I think we've crossed the streams now enough. Like Crow showed up on Krakoa and gave a big wave to Emma and all that, and now we're, (laughs) I think we're we're fine on the mutants and deviants crossing over uh, front. But um, no, that I mean that's exciting. This is an exciting time. I can't wait to see where all of these properties are going in the next couple years it feels like a moment where just about anything can happen uh and i'm sure that we'll all be running alongside these characters for a long time
2: yeah if if anybody uh is listening now checks out marvel move and then is also going to be at new york comic-con Stay tuned. We're going to be doing some cool stuff that with um, a three race story that I might have hinted at here, that if you complete that, you can show it to us at the Marvel booth. Maybe you get something very special.
0: Uh Aha! We (laughs) love a little con-exclusive swag. Yes, we do. Now I guess I got to get on it. I got to open the app back up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I gotta go get lunch. Maybe I'll open the app back up on my way to lunch when we're done here. Ryan, thank you so much for joining me today. Why don't you tell listeners, remind them where they can follow you on socials and, uh, well, we just did the plugs, but basically listen to This Week at Marvel and and find Ryan at Agent M all over the place, I guess is the answer, right?
2: Nailed it, perfect.
0: You can follow Cerebro on Instagram at CerebroCast. You can follow me on Instagram at Connor Goldsmith. Connor like the late, great Sinead, Goldsmith like a Jew you can find all of the episodes plus links to the discord server the merch store and much much more at cerebrocast.com the official landing page for the show for five dollars a month at the house of zaladane tier at patreon.com slash cerebrocast you can get exclusive access to the secret files bonus episodes this is the kind of thing that would typically be a secret file, but because Marvel reached out and said, Hey, would you like to do this? I'm going to release it publicly. Cause that's sort of the point of doing something that's promotional, right? You want it to be, Public. So uh, we're, we're, I'm not paywalling this one, but uh, there is a lot of fun stuff on that Patreon account, including the Cerebro Appendix about characters who are not quite big enough to uh, merit their own episode or the upcoming series Worrying About It, where I worry about the stories I've told you not to worry about previously <laughs> with really complicated weird continuity tangles. The Claremont read-along will be resuming soon. There's just a lot of fun stuff on that. Thank you for your patience as con season and my personal life have been crazy. And it's been a while since a regular episode of Cerebro. Dr. Anna Pepard and I just did seven hours on Amanda Sefton. The final episode will not be seven hours, but we went for seven hours. (laughs) Don't worry. It's coming. We're coming back with a bang with another episode about an ex-girlfriend that only I care about, but, uh, but hopefully (laughs) soon you will too. Until next time, everybody, thank you for your support and bye. Bye.
1: X-Men X-Men In the 21st century Evil mutants led by Magneto Aim to destroy the world Only hope is